you've got sexy uh got sexy cold voice sick voice, sick voice. So i'm in my kathleen turner phase of things yeah Ooh. <laughs> oh, oh next up lesbian That's what you've got to hey go kathleen turner. you will have to become a lesbo i'm afraid allison so <laughs> oh is she a lesbian now i didn't know she was a lesbian i suspect she probably always was one but um do you know what I'm like? I just assume everyone's a lesbian until they say otherwise. <laughs> until they say no. <laughs> until, until they tell me otherwise. Alex is a lesbian. Uh, Everyone, yeah. Alison's on the cusp because she's got flu. And That's Maureen, sick. I That's how you become a lesbian. You get a very bad flu and then you're a lesbian. Yeah. yeah that's Well, yeah. I did a film where I ate a lot of cake and became a lesbian, didn't I? <laughs> this is how it happens. You yeah. think it's really benign and then all of a all sudden, sudden you're a lesbian. You have too many yeah. chocolate eclairs, which you wouldn't think would be the obvious choice. <laughs> I mean, deep throat, one too many chocolate eclairs, Maureen. <laughs> you're a lesbian. Welcome to Women Talking Bollocks. A podcast where you'll hear, well, three women talking utterly bollocks. What you won't hear is anyone nattering on about fashion, makeup, diets, or those blinking Kardashians. I'm not even sure I know who they are, if I'm honest. But what you will hear is some uplifting, irreverent chat with myself, Jen Brister, and my two very dear friends, comedians and women, the very wonderful, if slightly eccentric, Maureen Younger, and the dashing, kind, Charisma bomb that is Alison June Smith. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome, Rebecca, our brand new Patreon. We'd like to say a very, very special thank you for joining the WTB train. Um, if you would like to become a patron of our podcast, please do join us at uh, patreon.com forward slash WTB podcast. And we would love to have you uh, for more uh, special content. We haven't even started the podcast. What's going on? <laughs> We've spunked our load now. Yeah, that's we've got it. nothing left to give. <laughs> Perhaps we shouldn't have said that straight after we were talking about Eclairs. I was going to say that. I love that we went from lesbian to load spunking. <laughs> <laughs> also, Alison is not well, so we should really change no, the subject. Alison's not well, so we need to be very, very quick. We need to have a lie down. Alison, you've got the flu, haven't you, Alison? Yeah, I do. I have the flu. I'm, I'm, I've tested it, so it's not COVID, so I'm assuming this is the flu. I'm assuming that's what this is. I've, I've Googled all the symptoms. And you know what that googling definitely gives you the proper. Usually, it's meningitis, isn't it? When you yeah, <laughs> exactly. Meningitis or like cancer or something, something like it's that. It's always something two, really, yeah. 
Mm. So it's never something just like a cold, is it? But any time no. I've ever Googled a symptoms, the last time I Googled my symptoms, I had rheumatoid arthritis. I was wow. like, oh, right, well, that's it. I, I guess think you would have noticed that. Yeah, honest. I think it was just a bit of carpal tunnel, but I went straight from, I didn't even, I, I skipped over carpal tunnel. I went straight to um, arthritis. Alison, we were not even expecting you to do the podcast in a way we were like, she's not going to make it because you have been so sick, haven't you? Yeah, it's been a pretty rough couple of days, guys. It's. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm really... Sorry, go on. No, no, I said I've really turned a corner today. Like, believe it or not, I can feel like my humanness again. But this is the, this is the, this is the point where you got to be careful, right? Because you're like, oh, I'm getting better. No. No. I don't, no, this is the trick day. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, we'll do this. This will be the testing to see how talking goes for a period of time. And then... Um, I knew it was bad when you cancelled work because you, you're not the type of person to cancel work easily. Well, it's supposed to know none, no. none of us are really when you're suffering. I was going to say, who cancels work? I mean, well, you do when you get sick pay, but we don't get sick pay. No, that's the thing. That's the problem getting sick. It's like, it's more than just getting sick when you're a self employed person. You're like, this is everything. And then you start to think about that. But, you know, Jen actually said something to me the last time I got sick and I had to cancel work. Like the worst thing you can do is think about that sort of thing. You can't you can't be focusing on that because then mentally you're just like exhausting yourself more. You yeah, know? you can't control it. You have to go. Uh -oh. You have to do what's best for your body. And you can't work when you're sick. You just can't. So no. I'm sorry you're not well, Alison. It sucks. Such a massive dick. I mean, I say that as a lesbian, that's the worst thing I could imagine. So that... I, I was going to say, that is like... That's bad, isn't it? Like actual dick in your mouth as a lesbo. But uh, hopefully you'll be feeling better soon. Shall we move on with the imagery? I, I think so. I think two more days. Today, tomorrow, and then I think I'll be okay. So that's just one more gig i got to cancel. So that's not a huge big deal. Yeah. just And also, if you're really, you know, really spend Thursday and Friday, like, lying down, then that gig that you want to do on Saturday you'll be able to do it. So just... Yeah. Sleep, drink water. Sleep, drink water, shit loads of paracetamol, sh yeah, rest. And just take this opportunity to watch some really bad TV. Yeah. Actually, I've been uh, TikToking. I've been doom scrolling. I get why people get into this because you just start looking at things. It's, but it's, it's dangerous. As a shopper, just... I should not be left alone with my phone when I'm like... Ew, what's this product? Oh, really, a colon cleanse. That'll help everything. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, God. Danny went downstairs, and he's like, I can't wait for you to go downstairs, and um, it's Christmas on the kitchen table for you. I was like, well, it was Black Friday. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. That's what Black Friday's for, is to buy loads of stuff you didn't think you needed, but it was on offer, right? I bought a lot of exactly. secondhand clothes, actually, in Lewis, of all places. Some really nice outfits. Did they all fit? They all fitted. In fact, Jen they saw did. one of them. I wore... One of the dresses. Yeah, yeah, Laura yeah. Ashley dress, so it's very well cut. Um, it is. You look. It's a lovely dress, and you've got a, a, what would you call it, a shrug? Yeah, I've got a little two black kind of bolero things. Bolero. Uh, and another black dress. Not that black skirt. dress was lovely. That and the pink skirt was pink really skirt. good. All of it, uh, Alison, was very good quality uh Clothes. I mean, I don't. Oh God, look at me describing clothes. It was they were very good quality, and they were clothes, Alison. Yeah, I mean, even Chloe was impressed because she was looking at the make. She was like, oh, "This is a really good make." You could just hey. tell, and I, they were all secondhand, and I got twenty percent off. So there you go. That I mean, class, that's what happens when you go to Lewis. Everyone's got money there. Well, not everyone. But that's a lot not of true. Do. But a lot of people do. And so mm -hmm. when they get rid of their stuff, they're getting rid of stuff that's it's like very nice stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not not so much down there. 
London Road in Brighton. We're just going to get oh this oh this says peacocks on it. I could actually this is the same price that it cost in peacocks. <laughs> How are they charging more? They're Why charging they char- more actually. <laughs> They're charging more than peacocks. I'll just pop next door to peacocks. So yeah, I did a touristy thing as well, Alison. I went up, I visited Lewis Castle using the Art Fund pass that Jen bought me, which was nice. And then went went all the way to Ancliffe's house only to find out it closed on October thirty first. So I couldn't get in it. Uh, it's annoying. But look, you're going to go back to Lewis at some point. I don't know. Will you? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Actually, Lewis is very, it's a very nice little place to go, actually. It's a well, nice it's little town. 10 minutes on the train. Train or from Brighton. From, from Brighton. It's really no distance at all. And then it is a really, really lovely town. And, a, and you can have a nice wander around. It's got the castle. It's got loads of shops and cafes and restaurants and the river. And yeah, it's nice. I also did a lot of courses through Spotlight. I don't know if you know Spotlight. And that's... Actors oh, all... yeah, they had a bunch of courses this yeah. week. Maureen did all of them. I'm not joking, Alison. I <laughs> I think I phoned Maureen what, two or three times in the week, and every single time, she, at one point in the conversation, she'd go, yeah, I just, I've just got to go because I'm going to do a course. And I'm like, what? Another course? Like, every day? They're free, you know, they're part of the package when you with Spotlight. So, there were, you know, there were some of them were really quite interesting. Uh, also went to, um, sat in listening to some um, comedy... Direct, uh, comedy casting directors and some, uh, it's like soap directors. I don't think they don't call it soap. They like recurring drama or whatever they call it. Um, so that's always it's always interesting to meet these people. And, and, well, you don't meet them, but you see them and just realise they're actual human beings and they're not this. You know, I don't know about you, but when I write off to people, you always think of them. Oh, uh, but they just make them more human. They were just very interesting listening to them talk. So I did that. I also did my show. So I did a preview of my show. Which went well, and then I watched it yesterday, and I was like, oh, did... "You know, when you watch something, you go, did it? I thought I thought it went a lot better than it did." Because you think it's going to be, you go into it going, "Er, oh, yeah, exactly." And then when you get through it, and you're like, "Oh, that was actually pretty good," and then you watch it, and you're like, "It was okay." It was... <laughs> I had the same thing. I remember doing a preview of the show that is this show that I've been touring. First ever preview I did, and it was in Aberystwyth. So that was like That's a long the way October to go. before the October before. I mean, I, I, the, my first tour date was in September, so it was the October before. So I, I literally went with nothing. I had no jokes, just like words, and uh, and 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 a lot of goodwill from the audience. Anyway, oh my god, I thought I got to the end of it, and I thought, yeah. That was all right. I, I, I think I, I think that's I think that's the start of a show. I think I've got a, a, some semblance of a show there. And then like a couple of months later, listened back to it and went, oh, my God, that's just a woman having a breakdown in front of a lot of people. <laughs> there is, I don't think I used anything in there. It, the, none of it made the show. I don't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> it was really bad. But it but the audience was so kind and then when I went back to do the actual show the following year, I got I didn't I got a more muted response for the polished show than I got for the for the breakdown, which was really weird. Anyway, please let that be the name of your next show. What breakdown? Uh, well, the breakdown. Woman on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Uh, yeah. The breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. Just the breakdown. Yeah. The I think, breakdown. <laughs> I, I think I think people would would go to see that actually they'd be like i think a lot would yeah She's... i think uh car repair uh mechanics would go uh, i think <laughs> yeah, you'd, be sponsored by you'd have a whole bunch of people being like we didn't know exactly what this was but uh... yeah but we just wanted to see jen brister in a boiler suit and boy oh boy <laughs> dirty fingernails in a boiler suit we got our money's worth yes you're welcome um 
I well, can't tell. I, 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 my week is going to be very quick. I didn't really do much. Chloe, as you know, was away. She was in New York for the week. Um, I don't know if you did know that, Alison, but I didn't know that. That's so wonderful. Yeah. So Chloe went to. She took her mum, uh, and they had a, a four or five days in um, in New York, and they had a magical time. They had fantastic weather, and so I've just been at home. Uh, and not gigging because obviously with the kids and I've loved it. I loved it. I loved it. It was really, re- I, I, because I didn't leave my house and it was mm. so lush. It was so so nice. And then Maureen came down at the weekend and she came to stay for a couple of nights um, at the weekend and came with me to uh, a new. Mater- so I did a new material night on Sunday, which I was absolutely dreading. So Joe Wilkinson runs a night. Uh, and it's one Sunday a month in in, in um, a pub in Hove. Long story short, I turn up. I'm near the end, aren't I, Maureen? Oh, yes, I remember this, yes. Near the end. Everyone's going on and absolutely smashing it in a way that I'm like, this is not normal for a new material night. No. To just, like, like, literally ripping the roof. Angela Barnes went on, and it was like... Oh, it was like... It was like Dave gold. Chappelle had just walked off after she wet it. Yeah, it was like, she she was absolutely stormed it. I, and I was watching her going... This is unacceptably good for new material. I can't... Everyone absolutely ripped the roof off. Then I had to follow Stephen Grant, who absolutely tore a hole in it. And I thought, well, uh, the dread. You know when you're just consumed by dread? And I thought, well, it doesn't matter. Um, It might be a bit shit, but it doesn't matter. But the beginning bit, I sort of riffed a bit and that got some laughs and and I sort of improvised a bit of stuff and that sort of went okay. And then I did the material, which... Actually, didn't really go that well, but it was okay. But I got off, and then at the end of it, I have realised that the bit that I improvised is now I did I did it again a couple of nights ago, and it's now it's now a bit, it's now a bit. Oh. Well, it, it's not quite a bit, but it will be a bit. And I thought, I hate I I know I hate doing these bloody new material things, but actually, they're so if. They're so useful to do. And if you just force yourself, I literally, two hours before. <laughs> I can vouch for that. I was sc- scrabbling. Went, I go up and write something. Scrabbling around trying to write down some ideas. But also, was... you got you got super heckled, didn't you? The, the, somebody heckled Jen, and it was one of the, oh, the audience were heckle. hilarious. So they heckled, they didn't heckle, but they were kind of replying back to questions. No, they had their own callbacks and punchlines yeah. that were funnier yeah. than ours. It was so oh, honestly, they were hilarious. And Jen, uh, Jen does this joke, and this guy heckled her. Jen went, "Well, I've got to get off stage now because it was like <laughs> it was the best joke of the night." Actually, I was like, "I can't actually." It's it, it, it's annoying when the audience are funnier yeah, than you, but it's really annoying. you got to accept it when it happens. You'd be like, yeah. I appreciate that though. You know what I mean? When when it's a heckle or when it's like an audience that is like, great. So I the last time, okay, no two, one album ago, one album ago, I recorded an album in Calgary, and I had this bit uh, about a, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, album, what is it? Barnacle penis. Okay, and I won't go into <laughs> the bit. Penis? It was about a barnacle, you know, barnacles that grow <laughs> yeah, in okay. water. On the, yeah, 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 yeah. And all about how like they have the largest penis to body ratio because oh, you know, right. they can't hump all other barnacles on their rocks. So they have to grow a long penis to go over so they can hump other oh, barnacles. Oh, so. about human penis had barnacles on it. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's why I have to describe it. It can get confusing. And anyway, so I was doing this big bit about man. Don't you wish you had a barnacle penis? That way you could be with your lady, and then you know you could be like go go barnacle penis. <laughs> and there was this guy in the audience who who just went. Boner. And I was like, 
oh, yeah, barnacle boner works way better. So him and I had this interaction for about a minute, and I was like, dude, this is going on the album. You're going to make me a fortune. I'm not giving you a penny. <laughs> and that bit has made me more money. <laughs> <laughs> that bit with the guy. Yeah, with the guy. I don't know who he is. Please don't ever locate him. Please, nobody ever. But okay, so he so comes in th- for his ten percent. Yeah. So sometimes people, when they like interact, it's it is a good thing. It yeah. can be real it fun. Was, so it was yeah. really fun, and and all of the audience like that. Like this guy was really funny, and he came out with this line, and then another couple at the front row. Had, they were really funny. They were just funny the whole way through. They just. I was yeah. like, listen, you two have got to get up here. You're wasted in the audience. Come up onto the stage. Get on an open mic night because you've got funny bones. But, um, yeah, the audience were really nice. If you ever do, if you ever do like a um, a weekend at um, Comedia and it, you, you can stick around to do a new material night on the Sunday, if it, if it works, do it because it's, it's totally worth it. Anyway, look, we've all had a week, as we always do. And, uh, and I did talk about this new material night, but what I didn't talk about is... Uh, my experience with more and younger, which I'm, I don't think I don't think I'm going to give anything. I think it's fair to say that this has got to be more and younger's be my money moment. I'd managed to block myself as a spam sender. <laughs> I chose my own number and my own contact to block. <laughs> oh my god, boring! I don't. I'm a, I mean, I understand, but I don't understand. I've got to shut this down now. I've got to shut it down. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely a be more boring moment. So, um, just said, do you want to come to this new material night? I was like, yes. And I had on my new dress, my new Laura Ashley dress. And I had on my fishnet stockings. Uh, fishnet okay. tights, sorry. Fishnet C- tights. But, Maureen, I'm so sorry. I don't want to interrupt you again. But before we go into the to the be more boring moment, I want to talk about a sort of, not a, sort of, almost like a mini be more boring moment. Oh, yes, I <laughs> Am I allowed to do this? Yeah, go on, talk about it. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> I know what you're going to talk about. <laughs> So um, Maureen has, uh, she's done a gig, da, da, da. Anyway, the next morning, um, I'm getting coffee together or whatever. I'm in the kitchen and Maureen comes downstairs in her nighty, fine, absolutely fine, in her nighty and her fishnet tights. And I said, Maureen, did you, sorry, did you sleep in your fishnets? And she went, yeah. And I said, I can't, did you not, why didn't you take them off? She went, oh, can not be bothered. And I was like, but don't you want that barrier to breathe a bit? She went, there's fishnets, there's holes in them. I was like, okay, fine. I mean, <laughs> but I wanted to go to you, Alison. Yeah. I wanted to turn to you as a woman that has common sense and say, is that, because I don't wear fishnets. So maybe I'm missing something that a lot of women, they wear fishnets and they go, oh, I just sleep in my fishnets. What do you think? Well, uh, look, I... <laughs> No, I don't think that's common. <laughs> is what I'm politely gonna say. I don't. I don't think that's a common. No. I think removal of tights is a good thing. Yeah. I get the logic though. There's holes. No, it's it's holes. not like it's tight tights. Yeah. I get you. But Maureen, aren't you worried you're gonna ruin the the holes? Well, sleeping. What are you gonna do in the bed? All I'm gonna do is lie down. And then um, Jen said to me, "I can't believe that you you went to bed in a nighty, and your fishnet tights." I went, "Can't you?" And she went, "Yeah, I can actually." Yeah, <laughs> So anyway, so I, we're in the car. I've got I've got my thing on the fishnet tights, and I've got this little handbag with a long chain. And what I don't realise is I've attached the chain to the to the top of my tights, just be, just below the groin area, obviously, at the top bit. So I said to Jen, "You've got to untangle me because I can't I can't get the bag 
out of my tights. So like it's raining as well. Jen opens the side of my side of the car. So her face is basically near the groin area. I'm lighting it up so she can look at the chain. So I've got the light on my torch. Got my reading glasses on. She's got her reading glasses on. So she's bent down, basically looks like she's in, in my groin. I thought, oh God, I hope that's not the police pass because if the police pass, it's, the truth doesn't sound believable. And Jen was like, well, I can't wait to explain why I'm running late for this gig. <laughs> Honestly, I've never had my head that close to Maureen's groin before and hope never to again. It did look weird and it wasn't until Maureen pointed out that the door was open, I was bent over with my head in between her legs with a torch. <laughs> but I, I thought, oh, you're right, this might, this might look a bit weird. But what I love is that Jen's so used to me now that she didn't even raise an eyebrow. She was like, yeah, OK, I'll have to come around and try and detach you from your, your, your pram bag. And then when we're at the back of the... Wait, OK, so... Let's have a moment to collect what's ha occurred. Maureen's attached her, the, so the chain is the, the belt of her bag and it's, it's caught yeah. in her tights. And um, we spent quite a long time trying to retrieve it. It was really difficult. And in the end, I said to Maureen, look, I'm so sorry, but I think we're just going to have to like... To rip it. Um, just they to rip new. it. They were new. They were new. I said to Maureen, and Maureen went, yeah, oh God, that's fishnets. That's such... this is what happens. Yeah, Alison, yeah. this is the thing. So I said, I'm so sorry, Maureen. I, I just don't... We've been, doing, we've been at it for a while. Or, and, and when I say at it, I've had my head between her legs for a while. No, I really enjoy the visual and you say being at it. Go on. And um, I was like, look, it, 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 we've got to the point now where I'm, I'm going to have to just like give it a tug. I mean, it might not rip the whole fishnet. It might actually be okay, but we get, this is what we're going to have to do. And Maureen went, oh, God, I can't believe it. These are brand new tights. Oh, this is a nightmare. And I was like, okay, well, look, anyway. I said, Maureen, I'm so sorry. Look, I mean... <laughs> I'll buy you some more tights. I mean, how much were they? She was like, oh, God, they were four pounds. I was like, oh, God, for, for two pairs. Sake. For two pairs. Yeah. I was like, fuck you. I mean, like, <laughs> seriously. So you got a backup pair. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Jesus, like, do you know what I mean? Anyway, so we, when we get to the, the the club, in the interval, was it, in the, was it even in the interval? No, it was like it was in the first section. So, so in, in the, the first, first section, I'm standing at the back. Yeah. And I managed to attach it, the chain again, but to the bottom of my tights, like so they're at the bottom, so I can't really hold the bag because it's it's too low down. Oh so basically, gosh. and Emily was in the audience. Hello, Emily said hello to me. Uh, she was she was there. So behind you, Emily, what I did was I had to take my tights off in the middle of the the gig. I mean, I was at the back, so nobody saw, but I just had to take my tights off at the back, <laughs> basically. Well, people, I think while um, Angela Barnes was on stage. Also, it was so weird. Maureen was like, oh, "I'm just going to have to take these off," and I thought I didn't even question it, Alison. I went, oh, "Okay." And uh, just and you thought maybe she'll go to the washroom, maybe she'll no, no. she just did it at the back of the room. She just, just did it at the back of the room. Dress no and, one's watching. Um, pulled it. Down. Well, I mean, you say that as a few people turned their heads to see what he was up to. <laughs> they weren't actually applauding Angela Barnes. What they were really <laughs> Angela Barnes did not kill at that open mic. Everyone, oh I just God. want you to know it was. Uh, it was actually Maureen's uh, flashing. It is her flashing. That's why they call them fishnets, because they catch everything yeah. that they are not supposed to. Fishnets are the biggest pain in the ass. I get it. They're great. They're handy. But they, they're one-wear use only, and then they're gone. No, I disagree. You can wear them a load. There's also, you can sew them up and people don't notice. Okay, yeah, Who's okay. I'll, I'll do the sew-up one, yeah, Who's yeah. But you have them? also caught them twice in one night, so I don't think you can wear them loads. That's that chain, so I can't... The moral of that story is not use that handbag. That that handbag with those tights. tights. Yes, I mean, there's gotcha. so many morals to that story, but we'll take, we'll use that one. Let's use that particular moral for this particular story uh, on this occasion. Maureen, that was an absolute classic Be More Maureen moment, and I was so glad I was there to be between your legs while it happened. Um, part of it. You were a part of the moment. I haven't heard that for a long while. Hey. 
I know. And and let's be honest, when you thought when you did think it would happen, you didn't think it would be. <laughs> it wasn't going to be you. <laughs> you, were, you, were, you weren't hoping it was me, were you? So I'm, I'm so You were sorry. not the fish she was hoping to catch with those tights, <laughs> no. Jen. But, uh, you know. Sadly, this was the only trout available. Um, hey. Maureen, thank you so much for your Be More Maureen moment. I very much enjoyed being part of it. <laughs> Time to head over to AJS. I know she's not well but she's still here to help us with all of our problems. It's time to ask Alison. Go to the gym, get it together, pay your taxes and stop eating chips. Take my advice. Take my advice, I ain't using it. Hey, well, listen, I started looking into a problem that somebody wrote, and I'm going to get to it, but I have not been myself this week. So this week, the problem is how to get over being sick. Let's do this. Number one, everyone, get your damn flu shot. Can I just get a flu shot? Okay, everyone? Just it. Go get a fucking flu shot. If there's anything I can tell you, it is rampant. It's so funny because I mentioned to a couple people, you know, some friends are like, hey, how are you doing? I'm like, oh, I got the flu. And they're like, God, everyone has it. I was like, yeah, because we're all not getting the fucking flu shot. I get that everyone's like, oh, tired of shots. I know we're tired of the discussion of shots, but I'm telling you, get your flu shot. Um, I'm really regretting it. The other things that I've learned real quick this week, uh, I mean, sleep, hydration. We know those are the big things. Electrolytes. Here's a key word that I want you all to learn. Electrolytes. When you are sick, your body is losing electrolytes with your fluids and that. So... Get yourself some restorative electrolyte drinks. Um, I've ordered some online. They're lovely, and they really do help. Take one in the morning. Take one in the evening. That'll pep you up. Bananas are also really good, apparently, for your immune system uh, when you're feeling down. It's an easy way to get something into you because also your appetite is gone, which, you know, I know it's disgusting to say, but... It is amazing how much weight you drop when you're not feeling well, everyone. And I know, I know, that is a disgusting thing to bring up, but it was a little bit of a treat to step on the scale this morning. I was like, well, look at that. I'm dying, but look at that. No, it's awful. Don't do that, everyone. But I was like, okay. Also, um, when you have a cough, and Jen, I'm sure you know this, because I I have in the past little while seen you suffer with some coughs from time to time. You get some chesty, you know. I always get chesty stuff. Did you know one day of a bad cough is more than like 300 sit-ups? So I'm hoping by the end of this, I've got a fucking six-pack. Pretty excited, everyone. I should have a six-pack. The amount of coughing I did is... You should have a six-pack. Leafy greens. This is another one. Dark leafy greens. The more you can get in you, the better. I've got a bag of spinach I'm about to dig into downstairs. Pretty excited. Kale. I've got a really good uh, broccoli and celery and pea soup that I can... um, Send your way. Do you? And it's really easy to make because I make it and it's really nice. Please do send me that because I love a soup. I'm soup mad. In fact, the crazier soup is, the more I want it. Dill pickle soups, I'm in. Uh, yeah, pickle soups, guys. It is so good. Sounds, wild soups. Sounds awful. so wrong. It sounds wrong. It's so good. If anyone has any wild soup recipes, I like taking chances on a wild soup. Which brings me back to soups, broths, chicken soup. I know it sounds like a wives' tale, but it's the it truth because you. yeah, there is always salt. The chicken is good. It's mainly the broth that is particularly good it's for you. It's very easy to make your own chicken stock because I, I make um, 
I make chicken stock regularly and uh, and then I make soup from it and it's mainly, <clears throat> mainly do it for the children because it's quite it's an easy way but like also you're boiling down all of those vegetables which whatever vegetables you put in there celery cal- carrots onion garlic yeah. whatever it is that you want to put in there and they just stay it that stays in the broth so you get rid of the vegetables so you're just left with the broth but the, all of that goodness is in there it's so so healthy and also so oh. tasty and oh, so if you good. feel like it's not quite salty enough or it's not got a little you can always add a tiny you can add a little bit of stock to it yourself a little half a cube of chicken just yep. to give it a, if you feel like it's not got enough just a little pot a little, if yeah, you want a little bit more if you want yeah. ginger this is another really good one a lot of ginger chickeny soups uh are ginger supposed to be really good chicken. gingery chicken soups so like oriental brothy ginger soups apparently very good for you um ginger lemon what is it? Ginger, lemon, and honey. Uh, excellent combination when you are feeling sick. All those things really help you out. Uh, sleep is the biggest thing. Uh, and can I say this just because I'm not going to blame whoever gave me this flu because I'm not blaming them. It's not their <laughs> fault. People are living. We're trying to survive. But if you do feel sick, and this is why I'm like, I feel no guilt. I'm not going to feel guilt about canceling gigs because... Just stay at home for as long as you can, everyone. Trust me, I get it. We're giving up money. But, like, the more you can be on your own and not spreading, the better you're doing all of us because it's going around like crazy. So isolate yourself as much as you possibly can. Wash your hands all the time. Even if you're just at home on your own, still washing your hands helps you to heal quicker. And puppy cuddles. That also is uh, what I think right now healing me a lot is uh, cuddling with a puppy. So if you know someone who has uh, some sort of cute puppy, borrow it from them for a couple of days because it is nice to have a little puppy cuddles. Um, And uh, just a real quick last thing. I just want to shout out to my boyfriend who has been exceptionally good at doing nothing but catering to my every whim for the last few days. And I know, I know it's a lot. I know it's a lot. Every hour he comes up, he's like, what liquids do we need now? I was like, I need an electrolyte. I'm going to need an orange juice. So quick shout out to my boyfriend uh, and partners. If you have someone who's sick, please be there for them because the day will come where it will be in reverse and you will be very grateful. Those of you that are on your own, get some delivery stuff. Get stuff delivered to you. Uh, If people know that you're sick, please send them things that will help them feel better. Go get the electrolytes for them. You can order stuff. I know Amazon is the devil, but you can still get things quick to them that way. Um, So be there for people that are not feeling well if they're on their own. Be there for people morally. And the last thing I can say is please, when you are feeling sick, do not make any life decisions. Uh, Don't stress about life. Don't think about what you have to accomplish in the next week because as soon as you start thinking about what's coming up, you just start stressing your brain out. And I'm telling you, you do not heal faster. Those are my advice tips for you this week, everyone, as a girl who is in day four of the flu. Oh, Alison, I'm so sorry you've been unwell, but that's all really great advice. Yeah. Also, definitely if you know someone who's on their own and they're not well, there's nothing worse, is there? Like I know Maureen at times yeah. has had various different things where she's not been well. <clears throat> that time I wish I had somebody sometimes when I'm really, really ill. I thought about you, Maureen. I thought about you a lot this past week because I was like, you know, I know like, and you love your space and I, you know, but when you were feeling like shit, I kept thinking, God, like the last thing I'd want to do is get up and warm myself a fucking soup right now. Or, yeah, like, you need figure someone out, you know, to come yeah. around and drop off your shopping and... Yeah. have some food made for you and stick it in the microwave yeah. or whatever and 
yeah, you just you, that's what you need. So if you if you've got a mate who's not well, then please do step in and help them out. Um, I, I was probably better at that, Maureen, when we lived in when I lived in London. I'm, yeah, I'm, you. Were, I'm actually you not when you quite could... so good now. Well, you do live far away. Do you remember when you came round? I was I, I collapsed once in the dentist, and I had to come back home. And then Jen came over with some food, and she brought me a Victoria sponge, which I proceeded to eat all in one go, like a big, big Victoria sponge. Yeah, like it was a cupcake. I said, to, I said, to her, well, we don't have to eat all of it now. You can save some for later. She went, why? And I went, that's because you might want it later. Oh. I did cut up in quarters. So I ate it quarter by quarter. Okay, all right. Well, I mean, I, I did buy it for you, to be fair, so you eat it however the bloody hell you like. You eat it however you yeah, want. However yep. you want. Next time, stuff some spinach secretly in the middle of it. No, she just spotted it, to be fair. <laughs> she just spotted it. Um, Alison, so, oh, sorry. I know it's not the best to ask Alison, everyone, but, uh, you know, that's all I could think about this fair week. Enough. So oh, it was, yeah, it, that's that's what I'm giving you, everyone. It's yeah. way more than we expected. Um, it, Thanks, it really is. Like, we were, we were thinking, we'll just have Alison there, and every now and again we'll hear her sort of cough and then... We'll shut this podcast down. Um, so thank you very much, Alison. And uh, we'll be back, hopefully, to some form of physical normality, do you think? Maybe by next week, hopefully, you'll be feeling better. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel, honestly, I'm I'm on the road. I can feel it. I just, I know this is the critical stage where, like, you know, I could be like, I'll do that gig tomorrow. No. Everything will be fine. Da, da, da. No. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. Take another day or two and then just recalibrate at that time. Because also it's not fair to the people, I keep thinking this, it's not fair to the people that I'm working with as well. Because even though they say, oh, you know, after so many days, da, 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 there's no science. Okay, I know there's supposed to be science, but there's not. I think the person that I got it from was like well over it. And you know what? I got it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So just like, you know, I'm even going to use mic covers. I'm going to wear a mask when I go back. I don't care if I look like a freak. I'm going to be like, I want you all around me to be aware. Just yeah. keep your distance and, like, I'm doing this for you. This is... Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, do what you got to do. That's what I say. It's, it's uh, That's what we're all... That's <laughs> let's, let's face it, that's what most pricks are doing. They're just doing whatever they want to fucking do. Oh, yeah. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Boy, you look surprised that you're here. I've just woken up. And yet she still has applied mascara and lipstick. I just want to point It's called out. being professional, Alison. <laughs> Let's now turn to what we have been watching and thinking and seeing and touching. Well, do you want to talk about... Jen and I watched a film together with Chloe. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about something else, Maureen. Oh, I can talk about... what. Yeah, I watched Harry's Game, which I saw on YouTube, which was a series uh, starring Ray Lonin, who was... um, who was in The Sandbaggers, which I loved, which you can also get on DVD or YouTube. And so Harry's Game is set in Northern Ireland. I have no idea, because I, I, I'm still not Northern Irish, how realistic it is or, or, or whatever. But uh, it's set during the Troubles, um, and he's a he's an army guy. Um, he's a soldier. And what's happened, the, an IRA hitman has killed a British minister. So the British are saying, look, we've got to get this hitman. We've got to make sure he, we kill him. And so he's sent in undercover, which obviously is a very dangerous thing, very difficult thing to do, is to try and uh, get into the Irish Catholic community in Belfast in the 80s. And he's sent over there. And he's sent directly from London, so all the secret services in Northern Ireland, their nose is out of joint because London are doing this directly. And it, I don't know how true it is, but it, 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 does, it doesn't show the army in a very good light. It doesn't show the IRA in a good light. Um, it comes across like the, the local Catholic community are more scared of the IRA than they are of the soldiers. I don't know how true that is or not. Um, but it's a really gripping drama. I mean, this is from someone who doesn't really know what really happened in the 80s because our vision of what happened in Northern Ireland in Britain was was slightly framed, shall we say, <coughs> from, the, from the reality. Um, and what you get is this sense of, of a cycle of violence. So one side kills one person, the other side kills the other person, then the next side kills... You know, it's just going back and forth. And also... The, all the people that are caught up, like the innocent people that are caught up in it, who, who for no fault of their own get caught up in everything going on and pay a heavy price. So there's two female characters in there, really. Linda Robson, who plays a young Irish girl, and um, she gets uh, rough justice from the, the British police. And then you get uh, uh, another Irish woman who who kind of gives information to a British agent. She doesn't know he's a British agent. She's kind of gossiping and she gives him really vital information. And so the, some IRA heavies turn up to her mother's house. And you've got this really this scene where the, they just say to the mother, get in the kitchen, and they go up to deal with the daughter. And the, the mother's got to do that, even though she knows it's... And it, honestly, the, I say to Jen, the last 30, 40 minutes of it was so intense. I was watching it in a hotel in the lobby and I was like, checking, I'm going, oh my God, I've only got 30 minutes left. Okay, and I watched watch another few. Oh my god, I've got twenty five minutes left. Oh my god, I've got twenty minutes because I couldn't take the, the tension, the tension at the for the last thirty forty minutes Ooh. when they're tracking they're tracking down this Harry because obviously if they find out who he is, it's not going to be very nice for him. Um, and they're tracking down the the woman that's giving him the information, and, and it's it's honestly it's a very it got, it got very good reviews at the time. It's a very tense show. Uh, again. I don't know how realistic it is, but as a as a piece of drama, it works wonderfully. So that's Harry's Game from 1982. And you know what makes me think? Because, you know, that kind of... We, you didn't really realise what, 
how it was over in Northern Ireland. And you think, you know, at the time in the 80s when that was written, nobody thought that you'd find peace in Northern Ireland. It was intractable. And, so, and eventually they did, which was, it was a, a marvellous piece of uh, diplomacy. And now we're endangering it again. You just think nobody wants to go back to that. Nobody, surely. Well, it seems like our government doesn't care doesn't too care. much. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Or, you know. Absolute bunch of turds that they are. Yeah, I, I mean, I've, I'd heard of it. I don't think I ever saw it. It was, I would have been about seven when it came out. Yeah, you're too you, young. Where did you watch it again? YouTube. Ah, oh, YouTube. Is it, the whole thing is on YouTube. The whole thing's on YouTube. So it was like, a, I think, three-part series, but it's all, it's all done as one film on the, on the YouTube. Oh, wow. YouTube is a real good source yeah. for films. I think we forget that YouTube has full-length movies out there, so good shout, Maureen. Yeah. And that actually sounds very interesting. And thank you. Good lesson for what is happening right now. Absolutely. Yeah, because, you know, it just sounds, you know, obviously, you know, you've got the army watching what's going on in the community. You've got the RA watching what's going on in the community, so nothing goes past them. I don't know how true that is or not. Um, well, I suspect it's it's probably very true. And I think, you know, yes. anyone that lived through, we call it the Troubles, but let's say what it was. It was a civil war. Um, uh, we'll, we'll say, look, do whatever the fuck you've got to do to make sure that that doesn't happen again. The, 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 you know, the, it's, it's so important. And Brexit has really undermined the Northern Ireland Protocol. And it's, it's all, it's, it's, and this government doesn't seem to, I don't know, it just doesn't seem to understand or care or, or want to. I think it's also a large part of ignorance. So, I mean, I'm, you know, I get very annoyed people are ignorant about Scottish history. I know nothing about Irish history. And I remember once making some comment at university and this, to this Northern Irish guy who then sat me down and just gave me a whole lesson about, you know, the roots of the... Because, I mean, Alice and I grew up during the Troubles and nobody, in Britain anyway, unless you were of Irish stock, nobody really knew what the problem... Like, it was never put in context. It was just depicted that, the, for some reason, Catholics and Protestants in Ireland were just fighting each other. There was no context to what the, what the issues were. And um, I remember being, living in Austria, going to see an Amnesty International thing and Britain was one of the countries they were complaining about. And I'm like, Britain? And, of course, it was Northern Ireland because, you know, you you kind of had no idea really in Britain what was going on. It was um, it was it was very filtered, the information that came through to the back, mainland. Back when they liked it that way, right? They don't need to know, yeah. Yeah, but there's no, there's not that, you can't say that anymore. You can't say that British no. people aren't aware of what was going on in Northern Ireland. So for them to abandon, you know, you know, what was the, the, the Good Friday Agreement, or not abandon it, but, like, undermine it or, or jeopardise it. Is... But I think there is, there is a general ignorance about exactly what went on historically in Ireland and in Scotland and Wales. I mean, I remember seeing an MP, a British, I can't remember, Tory MP, going, Ireland should leave the EU. What? And his, his argument was, remember 800 years of British-Irish history. And I'm thinking... I don't think that's going to convince an Irish person. I think if you're going to do that, that would be... I can't think of a better don't reason. Mention don't mention Don't mention the 100 years of British-Irish no, history. Don't, don't mention the flipping potato I famine. I play that down. And, yeah. And the subjugation of people's language and their culture and their, you know, rights. Yeah, let's, let's definitely bring that up, you absolute twat. Anyway, don't get me started. That sounds great, Maureen. I, I actually think I might check it out. The, the only time, the, sometimes I, I don't think about YouTube because years ago, and I don't think it's the case anymore, when they when stuff was put up, because it was almost well, certainly pirated. The quality was always really oh, yeah. bad, wasn't it? It was kind of pixelated and not very good. Um, but I'll check it out. That sounds great. And also don't read the comments because I read the comments, I don't read comments. at the end. Don't Maureen, read the comments. Oh, yeah, I never. don't. 
you're talking to two other stand-up comedians. Of course we don't read comments. No, no comments. comments. If I read the comments under anything I've ever done, I'd, I'd take myself out and shoot myself in the face. You yeah. know, I'd never leave the house. Um, okay, brilliant. Thanks for that, Maureen. I watched, um, I did watch a, a movie with Moyne. I'm not going to talk about it because I didn't really enjoy it. But I did finish series three of Dead to Me, which I cannot recommend enough. I absolutely love it. It's a series on Netflix. Um, it's it's about, it's, it's really a series, I guess, about friendship and, um, and grief. Um, and the third and final series uh, came out earlier, uh, like a few months ago or maybe a couple of months ago it stars um uh Linda Cardellini and um Christina Applegate and I I, I don't like basically it's it's been going this is the third series so I, I'm not there's no spoilers if I say basically what happens is that Christina Applegate's husband is killed um uh, and she and basically she goes to this grief uh counseling sort of group where she meets Linda where she meets Linda's character, Judy. And Judy is really full on. She's like, like it's like, we're going to be friends. And Christina's like, who is this fucking freak? Anyway, as it, there's, I won't give too much away, but we, we find out that they are inexorably linked now, these two women. And, and that link becomes darker and darker as the series goes on into series two. And then, there is a obviously a, a conclusion that happens in the in the third series, which which you think, how the hell are they going to fix this? And I just thought it was it was really good. It was, it's a very difficult series to end given the the content because it's <laughs> a lot of people die. Um, uh, but it's the crux of the show is about friendship and I and grief, and it's it's absolutely and it's really funny. <laughs> it's really funny. They're they're both of them are brilliant comedic actors and. I've got great, great um, comic timing. So if you're looking for something uh, a little bit more lighthearted, episodes are about, you know, half an hour. Some, I think some of them some of them are a little bit longer, but then I can recommend Dead to Me. All three series are out now on Netflix. Enjoy and then thank me later. Oh. And the film that Jen and I watched and Chloe watched was A Death on the Nile, the, the latest version. Stick to the 1970s version of Peter Ustinov. Oh my god! That'd be my advice. I thought that was one of the worst things I've ever seen until my kids watched Nativity Three. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I, I was going to say I could oh. I could pull out some gems that I know are worse than anything you've watched. I don't think, and... I don't think there's anything you've watched that's as bad as Nativity Three. Do the, the kids microwave like it? massacre? Did the kids like it? I, I don't I don't know. I I, I I I had to take myself out of the room. It was that bad. I don't mind a kids. Uh, movie, I, I'm I'm quite uh, you know I've watched Nativity one and Nativity two and and enjoyed them, uh, but Nativity three I was like <laughs> I don't know who wrote this but they 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 need to lose their job. Anyway, we've uh, we've covered all of the television. There's nothing more to say. We've got to... we I got my horror movies real quick. Oh fucking yeah. hell! I'm so sorry. That's okay. Oh, I'll do it. Allison. So that's all right. Look at me. I'm like wait. Um. Okay. Two quickies. I may have mentioned uh, one of them before, but I don't care. I'm sick, so I'm saying the two that I... Go for it. These are two of my all-time favorites for, like, they're kind of more... They're not necessarily horror, but um, they could they could fall under scary. Okay, first one, World War Z. Uh, I'm a yeah. big fan of I've World War Z. Z. Can, yeah. yeah, the zombies. It's Brad Pitt. It's very good. I think zombies falls into the idea of, like, infections, uh, spreadable... So, World War Z, great film. 
Great little blockbuster, right? Maybe not necessarily horror, but it's got zombies. It's scary. scary. Yeah. My personal favorite, and I think I mentioned this one before, but I just love it. Contagion. Oh, yes. In Contagion. (laughs) Oh, I love Contagion so much. yeah. Yeah, it's so good. When Beth... Emhoff returns to Minneapolis from business in Hong Kong. What she thought was jet lag takes a ver- violent turn. Two days later, she is dead in the ER, and the doctors tell her shocked and grieving husband, Matt Damon, they have no idea why. Soon more cases are reported as the virus begins to spread. Look, I just, to me, it's one of the all-time best virus yeah, movies the, out there, guys. I think so it was the most watched movie during the during during lockdown, lockdown wasn't it? it 100% was because it was reality yeah. <laughs> and uh you know I just because I have the flu right now and I know you know I was I was like contagion um so yeah those two I recommend just if you're not feeling well and you just want to tuck into a couple of little like light scary movies contagion and World War Z they're, yeah, they're, nice they're great recommendations, Alison. I, I actually enjoyed both of those films. I mean, Contagion is not a good film, but I still thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Same with World War C. None of the films I recommend are good films, <laughs> but you will enjoy them if you just yeah. <laughs> give, give way to it. And then, yeah, yeah, I, I love them. Yeah, so. they're great yeah. recommendations. Thanks so much, Alison, for your horror recommendation. Uh, <sighs> God, we've got to go back to Maureen again, haven't yeah. we? Yes. We're doing it. Get in that. Get in there. Get in that corner. It's time to head over to Maureen Younger's corner. That is culture. Of course, it's the corner time that is often cultural, but sometimes just batshit. <laughs> right, guys, something different. This is from the Old Vic. For those of you who don't know, the Old Vic is one of the most famous theatres. In Britain, uh, got very long history. If you ever want to check out an amazing woman, Lillian Bayliss used to run it for a while. Um, amazing woman. Anyway, all all the great actors have, have performed there. Anyway, they've now got a new website called The Hub, and it's a free online careers and education platform. So it's offering free interactive content devised by theatre creatives and professionals, and resources designed for anyone of any age, experience, or ability. So there are free training resources to learn new skills and to support your own uh, well-being. And it includes uh, written guides, virtual tours, such as interactive virtual career tours, to video workshops and podcasts, guides on how to improve your employability, and podcasts on how to change your career. And the aim of, the, of this website, is to un- or this portal, is to unleash your creative potential, develop skills, and build your confidence. And it's all aspects of theatre, so directing, acting, producing, set design, composing, stage management. And I put the link, I've got a page on my website, morningyoga.com, where I put all the links to all the cultural things, and we'll put it on the WTB stuff. But the link, if you go to Old Vic Theatre, so www.oldvictheatre.com forward slash discover forward slash the hyphen hub, and you can check it out. Maureen, that's very good. Very good. You've always, you're always coming up with new stuff. It's great when it, it can be stuff that you can, you know, find out online and then, you know, and it's international, so anyone can access it. That's what I mean. So you don't have to be uh, living in London to be able to access it. Yeah, that's great. Is there a Lillian Bayliss um, theatre or something? Or oh, that, that, uh, not... at, the, at the National? Or have I made that up? There may be a room there. I mean, she 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 was she she was an amazing woman who kind of did it. I think during the interwar years, or just after the war as well. And so she was she was a great character, and she just used to. Um, 
you know, she used to go to the theatre, even though it was during the Blitz and stuff like that. There's there's great stories about her. But yeah, I mean, you know, the National Theatre started off there, I, I believe. And, you know, um, Olivier was there and Gilgood yeah, and Ralph Richardson. So all the greats have, have acted there. Judy Dench, I think, Judy as Dench, well. Judy Dench, of course. Where's oh, of course. Dame she Judy. must have been. Of course she has. Where, In fact, she might have played. She been? That might have been her first theatrical role as Juliet. Might have been there. I might be making that up. Um, but yeah, it's a really great theatre as well. Very old theatre. Beautiful theatre. Beautiful mm. theatre. Um, thank and, and the Young Vic as well, just down the road, which um, oh, yes, showcases road. Um, new writers and uh, it's got a lovely bar and uh, yeah, and, and and also if you go to the Young Vic as well, there's also you know slightly cheaper tickets. That's up, up your alley. Anyway, it's not about price, is it? It's, it's about it's about the arts. Actually, the Old Vic does do. If you join their mailing list, you can get cheap ticket offers through their mailing list. Good. Well, that's good to know as well. Um, and, and same with the National. You can get £10 tickets. Don't tell anyone I said that. Uh, Maureen, thank you very much for your cultural corner. Uh, we are nearing the end of the show, thank God. And um... <laughs> Don't say that. I, I think we've been really... We've been keeping to time. We? We've been very efficient. Mm, yeah. It's slower than usual. <clears throat> but... but um, I'm sick. I haven't. Alison, the time is it's speeding up for you. It's slowing down for me, for sure. (laughs) Um, But then I did see more in the weekend, so that might be why. Anyway. um, No, no time for a fight. We're not getting into it. But what we do want to get into is what the hell, Jen, has been getting your goat? I don't want to lose my shit over. Okay, this is it. Right. Jen's goat is happening now. I cannot have. Here's what I'm going to get. All right, okay, let's let's break this down. Okay, here's what's getting my goat. For a while, we were recording our podcasts using uh, a different software. Okay, and but we did the videos. We're on Zoom, and I had Zoom all set up. By the way, I had all the settings set up so that I was very much in the soft focus. Yeah. Uh, you could barely you could barely make out my face. I was just two nostrils and a couple of eyes, and I liked that. We've moved over to this new software. I I, and I I mean, if you can soften the focus, I haven't figured out how to do it. And so now I'm having to look at myself as I really am, and I, I don't want to see me. I don't want to see me in three D HD. Uh, the BFG. I want. I want Vaseline on the lens. I'm going to have to. That's probably what I'll have to do, isn't it? I'll have to just place some Vaseline over here. Some little, there we go, some Vaseline on the camera there, just to soften whatever the fuck this is. And the other thing is now we've got to do reels. It's not enough that we've got a podcast. It's not enough that we're creating free content. Now we've got to reel it. Everything's reels now and TikTok. I have to learn. I'm I'm sticking things up on reels. I don't want to, do you think I want to do that? I don't want to do that. Now we're going to have to put our podcast on reels. So this is going to go on reels. This, this. With no filter. it's So now what I've realised is because the podcast, the great thing about a podcast is that no one could see you. Now I, people can see me. <laughs> the whole point was I didn't have to wear makeup. I didn't have to look good. I could, You guys could see me as I really am, rough. Now I'm not allowed to look rough. <laughs> now I've realised as I'm sitting here talking to you, I need to put some fucking makeup on my face because I look absolutely horrendous. So that's what's got my goat. And, and, and do you know who I blame? Uh, society. <laughs> I'm I'm on board. I'm on board with that goat. Look at this. This is absolutely dreadful. It's shitty. I have to do my fringe every time we do this. You, it's, look, uh... you turned up and you're not even well. 
and, and absolutely typical. And your hair's still glossy. Your hair's glossy. Your skin is like glowing. Thanks, you've guys. Got, you've got the, the only difference is that your eyes are a little bit more closed. Glazed yeah. over was the look I was going to say. <laughs> Which is funny because a lot of the times I'm stoned. So it's interesting that <laughs> oh, we've this noticed. is when we, I. We've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> we just haven't said anything. <laughs> I appreciate that, everyone. You're good friends. I, I, I like it when you're stoned because it, it's this. It, there is an air of just laid back glamour that comes with the show. Um, if I'm stoned, it's like, what is that feral woman eat, uh, got a face and a bag of Cheetos for? You know, it's not the same. Um, so that's what's got my goat. Uh, I think. I think really what I'm saying is I don't like the fact that I'm aging and I'm having to now uh, address that. It's just one of those things. Uh, we just have to all acknowledge that we're getting older. But it's fine. That's what this whole that's our that's what this whole podcast is about, isn't it? It's yeah. well, not entirely what it's about, but not, not entirely, but it's yeah. some of it, isn't it? It's just three middle aged women wanging on about fuck all. Thirty eight. Whatever, Warren. Women talking bollocks. If you have enjoyed WTV, please make sure that you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a little review. Or you can check out our socials now on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and you never know, we may even get on TikTok. And if you do like the show, please do have a look at our Patreon for bonus content and weekly treats. Well, that did. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 